Hey, everybody, and welcome to a forgiving Wild Ride with Steve-O. We're looking back at the past with Roman Atwood, and we're just coming to terms with some things that weren't that great. And we're moving forward in a positive way. It's a good thing. And speaking of forgiveness, ah, man, my wiener does not let my girl off the hook for one second after I chew up my blue chew tablets. There is no forgiveness. When I chew up my blue chew tablets, my wiener has declared war with Lux's vagina. And that's how it is. Now, what is a blue chew tablet? It's a delicious, chewable tablet that contains the same active ingredient as both Viagra and Cialis, except they only cost a fraction of the price. This is it, baby. Blue chew tablets give you a major boner and I love using them and my girl Lux really loves it when I use them too. Now of course they do require a prescription but fortunately when you go to bluechew.com you easily and quickly consult with one of their medical providers right there on the website and you're taken care of very fast with the Blue Chew tablets in the mail. What's even better is that Blue Chew loves the listeners of the Wild Ride podcast so much, they're ready to give you an entire month's supply of Blue Chew tablets completely for free. All you got to pay is five bucks for shipping. I mean, you can't beat it. I love it. I swear by it. I think you're going to love it too. So go to bluechew.com and use the promo code Stevo to get an entire month's supply of Blue Chew tablets absolutely for free. All you pay is five bucks for shipping. You and your boner are going to thank me. So hop to it and let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, Roman Atwood. Hey guys, dude, listen, I don't lose sleep for a lot of people. <laughs> I was freaking pumped for this, man. Like, so stoked. Well, dude, um, I, I was itching to get you on, and here we are on my tour bus in Ohio, and uh, you reached out. I, I was thrilled, super thrilled. <sighs> it's and, such an honor. And dude, I, I couldn't even believe it. I was like so excited i said i texted you wait to get a load of the tour bus and i sent you a picture of our setup and you said i watched dave england take a dump on that i did it was like like the last thing i watched and and i'm like i'm like whoa dude romans actually like watching that was at the end of that episode dude of course man dude it's crazy man what a sick setup uh you got to show people this. Like, you need to show people your setup. I have so much more respect for your setup. You've got cameras hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. You've got Scott rocking it with the mixer on his lap. <laughs> like, this is, this is like full optimization of what you do. For sure, man. It's, it's inspiring. Uh, it's it's tripod free these days, which uh, which I'm super stoked on. That's so cool. And uh, I mean, yeah, it's a it's a piece of shit RV, which we've disguised as a tour bus and we have problems with it all the time but uh <laughs> I, 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 I love to hate it and uh, i fucking just that's, love 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 it too. that's the rv life yeah they fall apart that's yeah. what they do but it looks dope there's no discreet right bus here this is like dude i go back and forth <laughs> on regretting the obnoxious rap with my face and name all over the bus <clears throat> we got a custom made LED sign on the door that says it's not okay to knock. Please do not disturb. <laughs> That's and, it. But the rest is so welcoming. You know, since, since Some we, people knock. Oh, have we already had knockers? We've had knockers. Wow. Okay. But the sign wasn't on. Yeah, the those sign. those lot lizards, man, they can't resist. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Resist the a good stop. tour bus. It's uh-huh. all good though, man. Because when we're driving down the road and we hear like bum 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 bum, like God, uh, all these people absolutely. Knocking. It's rad. Everybody knows. There's no way you don't. It's like... it's Yeah, it's really rad. But, um, so dude, when was the last time I saw you? It was uh, like 2015 or something? Gosh, no way. Has it been that long? I, it, well, I it was know. when you did the P video with uh, Bobby Lee was in it uh, too? Oh, the Bobby Lee P video. Dude, your, your insight on editing really impressed me when we made that P really? video. Yeah, I was like, yo, Roman, I want to steal your idea and do the the fake peeing with the, the water bottle. Yeah. And uh, I remember you, you helped us turn that around and uh, and get it out, like, in the, the shot at the one day, and it can put it out the next day. I feel like we came out here when you balanced the, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the ceiling um, and the dropped, drop of the water on your blog. 
We dropped a knife from the ceiling into my mouth on your kitchen island. Yeah, yeah, right here. Yeah. We've actually done more than I, than I thought. You've been here maybe a couple times. I, I, I've been here a couple times because I don't think that was the new house. I think that when we dropped the knife into my mouth, it was the old house. Yeah, for sure, for I sure. I don't think that you could drop a knife no. from a ceiling into your mouth. Sad times, man. Sad <laughs> times. I think YouTube's become considerably more sensitive since then. You also taught my boy Noah how to juggle. Oh, which was cool. cool. He's 17 now. Wow. What? Yes, sir. He is a man almost. And, wow. Uh, yeah, do you keep cranking out kids it's like it's not just a little deal. human factory. <laughs> you, you had your, he's your oldest, right? He is. You had him when you were 21? Uh, yeah, 23. How old are you now? 39, man. Wow, dude. 39, yeah, we're man. the same age. <clears throat> You're 39? Yeah. It, it's, it's insane, man. Time is evil. And especially evil when you watch uh, your loved ones growing. My daughter turns five tomorrow. Wow. And it's the most precious thing in my life. And she's so excited to turn five and I'm just heartbroken. <laughs> so I just want her to stay four yeah. forever. Crazy. So yeah, time's evil. It goes fast, man. Yeah. Um, now, I remember that you at a certain point like being that you're like the the godfather of vlogging, right? I mean, there were there was you and Shay Carl. Yeah, Shay was and, earlier. Uh, Casey Neistat. Casey crushed it. That, that you guys were all doing it like. Yeah, you had first. like the Jesse Wellens and Jesse Wellens, and the yeah. early like the early guys were like the Shay Carl, the Charles Trippy. They were like the OGs, you know. Right. Uh, and I kind of, you know, I jumped in and happened to and do well. I mean, dude, it's insane because I remember like the 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 whole prank, you know, phenomena was going on in like in the year 2013 when I met you guys, and you were just committed to doing the daily vlogs as well, and the vlogs just took off like, and and you just were over the pranking, right? It like was, it, it was the most risky move I did. <clears throat> Because coming from nobody and all of a sudden you're this big prankster on YouTube, that's like, you think it's your jackpot, that's your goal, that's where right. you're gonna live forever. And I remember like making the call to my management and to YouTube like, hey, not only am I going to move to vlogging, which was a crazy risk, I'm gonna go PG. And I For went sure. family friendly. Yeah. From rated R to family friendly was so risky and scary. And I was, I remember uploading sweating, like I was freaking out. Yeah, and, and in hindsight, the timing of that was so beautiful. Like, you just kind of <laughs> stepped away from pranking before that whole ship just fucking... I saw it coming, and I, I really... I, I can't take that much credit, but I really seen something coming. It was becoming so saturated, and it was filling yeah. up with so much. And I could see YouTube starting to crack down a little bit. And I was like, guys, you got to evolve. Like I, yeah. I, I warned everybody and you know, the vlogging stuff, it was so fun to me and it was also really who I was. I got to really sure. be me. Pranking sometimes was awkward for me. I didn't always feel comfortable. That's why I had guys like Vitaly and Dennis and these guys that love going out there and doing crazy crap. Yeah. I was like a cameraman and an editor really at the end of the day. Uh -huh. you know? So like filming my life, my wife, my family was like, that's actually who I was. So it felt real and good. Right, and, and, and by going PG, I mean, God, that just changes the whole dynamic on, on the, the business side of YouTube, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm, for me, the uh, ad revenue just has always been like borderline negligible because like the stuff I put out is not family friendly. And, and it is what it is. But didn't you start like a whole YouTube network to like like your own MCN kind of a thing, a multi-channel network? I didn't, I didn't, uh, but Shay did. Uh, Shay okay. Cole had the big uh, network maker. He started Maker, maker yeah. yeah. I was and with he, Maker. And he killed it, all, yeah. he killed it. So you didn't do that? Were you talking about doing it or? No. I thought, fuck, I thought I remembered that. No, I, I probably had conversations about it for sure because right. in, my, in my like rise, that was the thing to have. So I yeah. absolutely probably discussed uh -huh. it, but. 
you know, once Maker sold, it was like the uh, that. Did whole... Maker even? Oh, they sold to Disney. They, yeah. And then after Disney got it, didn't it just dissolve and fail? And... I don't remember hearing about it after that. I don't know if they changed it. I don't know. I they, don't... they bought it for like five hundred million, I right? Think, I think it was some crazy number. Some crazy, some number. crazy number that made Shea Carr a very rich man. And I think that as far as I mean, we're probably losing listeners by uh, talking about the business of Maker Studios, but I think it just straight failed mm. and didn't turn, turn into anything. I think it just disappeared. Yeah, and some of them companies buy out threats too. Like if it was literally like could be threatening their content or viewership, right. it's like uh, it's like shelf space, right? Like right. you buy the competition. There's an upcoming drink. You're taking my shelf space. We just buy it. I think uh, yeah. that's been the model of like the UFC. They've bought mm. all the all these fight organizations. Yeah. Um, so, so was doing daily vlogs for you kind of like what Na- Casey Neistat was talking about? Like if they weren't in your like script, you couldn't hang out with them. You couldn't do certain things well, with certain yeah. people. He said like like he he would be insulted by someone saying, "Hey, let's go out to lunch," like uh, and not film it. Like what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it changed my whole life because yeah, you you got not only are you from you got camera in somebody else's face all day, so you know your mom and dad and your brother, everybody. I filmed everything, dude. I know it was annoying, but everybody dealt with it well. And and going PG was another double edged sword because it's really hard to be funny PG. It's it's for me. It's easier for me to be crude and get that that those dad jokes are just funnier when they're crude. So going PG was tough for me. So I fell onto that family content. Um, but you got rad too. I remember when you were like, okay, now I'm gonna learn how to do a backflip on a motorcycle. Like yeah, that true. shit was With, with Travis Pastrana. Yeah, I pretty much did what I love to do and kept it clean. And How's dude, it? I saw, uh, dude, I, I mean, dude, you've been on fire like recently with like just all different like contraptions and just like I'll be like commenting on your Instagram like dude this is the most like creative shit you know I love oh, it thank you man yeah, yeah I just I think that like I mean I, I wouldn't even necessarily put you in uh, like a PG basket because like this is so much of the stuff you do is just straight crazy it's like Here, it's rad here's the weird part um, all my kids that watch me they're all adults now I've done it long enough now that I don't have right. any ki- no kids know who I am it's all these high schoolers and college guys that come up to me. I watched you when I was a kid, <laughs> wow. right? And that was my very first step to starting a podcast. I realized I'm still making this kid stuff. I'm still blowing up RC cars, and I don't have anybody watching it anymore. They're, they want they want real life. They want business advice. They want to be inspired. They want to learn how to live life. So I've started to to fade from my kid audience you know right now i have full-grown adults listening that's crazy man it really makes sense dude i have this buddy in uh tampa he's like the biggest radio dj his name's mike calta and i just love this guy like we, we get together and go out to dinner and shit and uh there was a point where he was like dude my son like is like losing his mind like Roman Atwood like he's mm. just he's so crazy about Roman Atwood and I think at some point I was trying to like link you guys up but but I, I don't know if it worked out and um and and I think that like what you're saying adds up because he's mm-hmm. you know he's he, the, the kid's grown up and like maybe he went through like a Logan Paul or something you know yeah. like and then yeah it's crazy like to have kid audience and, and it, it's it's so weird for me because I feel like I get older, they just stay the same age for me, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, you, yeah, dude. I could go on and on about how you've inspired me. Um, just infinitely, infinitely. Well, man. Well, we, we, we were chatting, we were chatting uh, with, with uh, Aaron out front, talking about how YouTube started, how Jackass was before that, and how. Well, didn't YouTube start as like a dating thing? I think I do have that right, that YouTube started as a dating thing. And I got something to tell you about dating. I'm in a relationship, of course, with Lux. And to strengthen my relationship, I decided to get into therapy. And I couldn't be more glad that I did. And I couldn't be more glad that this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp.com. 
com, which is your one-stop shop for all of your therapy needs, where you'll find an entire network of professional, accredited therapists who can help you with whatever it is you're hoping to work on. And I can't speak highly enough about how much being in therapy is helping me, um, not only with my relationship with Lux, but also in just addressing things like my out-of-control diet, like my email box, like anything that's giving me stress, I speak up about it, and next thing you know, I'm addressing it. So it's just helping me immeasurably, and I'm very happy to pass on this message to you guys and a big discount. If you go to betterhelp.com slash Stevo, they're going to give you 10% off your first month. Plus, keep in mind that the therapy you get through BetterHelp is easier to set up. You can do it remotely and it's way more affordable. So them giving you 10% on top of that is epic. I say take care of your mind. Go to betterhelp.com slash Stevo and check out how well you can match people up with precisely what you're looking for. You can find the perfect therapist for you. And that's what I did. Again, I'm very happy I did. I hope that you get this better help. H-E-L-P. So please do. And let's talk about YouTube. It definitely wasn't what it is now. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. But a the dating whole, thing. I think it was like a dating thing. They were trying to, like, I, I thought that somehow Jackass was like an inspiration to the people who started YouTube. But then I, I, I got into some, like, documentary about YouTube huh. on YouTube. And it was like, <laughs> I think that if I remember correctly, it was like, oh, it was some dating deal. And they just had a video component so that you could... Like, like upload videos of yourself to introduce yourself to potential oh, dating partners. Interesting. I think YouTube. that's what it was. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I I don't know, but but yeah, it it, it it's rad. I mean, awesome. it, it, the, the 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 whole way the the, the world has changed with uh, technologies is insane. Um, I remember when we were were here last. You were running a merch operation out of your garage, and you had all of your family like packing up the, yes. the you know, the parcels and shipping them out and everything. Yeah. And I remember Scott and I being struck that you had only like one item, just the Smile More shirt, yeah. and that was it. And I think they were all like royal blue yeah. and like and like no <laughs> other colors. Yeah. And I remember like us thinking, man, like I wonder like why even back then. We were like, man, every time we add a new piece of merch, like our sales just go up, you know? We were, did you ever end up like diversifying your merch? <laughs> so here's the funny part. Um, we just recently moved the company to Texas. Okay. Um, I've, I've partnered with a close friend of mine. We own Bunker Branding and we actually run merch for 50 different influencers. So our-, our So it's a fulfillment house. Our companies fulfill. We also produce all the product in-house. Okay. So you have, a, you have a viral idea. That shirt can come out that day on your, on your website, right? right? So we're quick. But the funny thing with Smile More, which is this logo, still to this day, we tried forever to release new art and the only thing that would sell was our plain white Smile More logo. It was like our Nike swoosh. It's yeah. like the only thing people wanted was that brand. It's like I branded it mm -hmm. as that logo, not necessarily the word Smile More. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great thing. I mean, it's hard to see Smile More and, and not feel good. It fit with, my, with who I yeah. am. And, 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 and you know I always just try to inspire people. I want, yeah. I want people to have a better life. And sure. Smile More was me, for real. Uh, so it's always been fun to, to push that. Yeah. But just recently, as in two months, we're starting to drop new art. And we're cool. testing it. So I'm, <laughs> I'm pumped to move forward. But, man, I'm telling you, we branded it so hard as that logo. It's hard to, like, you know. Dude, we struggled so much selling apparel. Mm. For the for the longest time, and it's just it drove me nuts because with I've got books, I've got skateboards and stuff, and, and all of these things that we sell, I'll I'll sign everything. I spend like so much time signing yep. merch. They sell, and it's the signatures that I put on the merch that actually make 
the the things sell Absolutely. and like the t-shirts that i don't sign it's just like they just fucking sit in the warehouse and just collect dust and it drove us nuts until we tried the new model which which uh we heard great things about from other podcasters where you present a, a shirt design you say this is limited we're taking orders for the next you know seven days you can pre-order it now and then <clears throat> because people know that after those seven days it's never going to exist again there's an urgency to get it so they buy it like crazy mm -hmm. we take the orders for seven days and then we turn around a production run super fast and ship them out and no overhead because you know how many because, you yeah, need to order you're not yeah you're yeah. not gonna yeah. you're, you're gonna print as many as you've already sold and yeah. uh and, and we've done it twice so far and finally i feel like we've cracked the code yeah now, that's awesome that's exciting well, when, with with your model, it sounds like a little bit of like a Teespring model, right? You're, like yeah, you're, you're printing yeah. to order. Yeah, we're 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 playing around with that same concept though, <laughs> with the pre-orders. Nobody seems upset that they have to wait a few weeks to get Ooh, the merch. Don't, don't make them wait a few weeks. They well, get, like, if uh, you pre-order, like this is coming out next month, you know. Yeah, well, I think you got to get a. a, a like that Scott can answer this better, but like we're we just finished a, a pre-order window yesterday. There's like a rapid prototyping department right now. Mm. And and the other thing that's great about it too, because we've got this like pretty substantial company that that uh, produces and and um, distributes to to retailers. So they're like they know what's up. Twelve color silk screens, no problem. You know, like Sweet. huge. Yeah, it looks like a photo. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, yeah huge operation and. Um, what, what's good about that is that it's not like heat transfer bullshit, you know? We're turning it around, we're printing every fucking pre-ordered shirt, like, today, and they're all, like, high-level silkscreen, and we'll have them out with, you know... Seven days. That's awesome. Seven days? What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, obviously speed is yeah. everything. Right. Uh, with the, the signature thing, uh, you remember when I filled my house with those plastic play balls? Sure. Mm -hmm. I fronted 40 grand for them balls, and at that time, it was so hard for me to do. And I remember freaking out, like, how do I pay these balls off? Like, I need to capitalize on these balls. So I did the same thing. I'll sign everybody that places an order. I'll sign a ball. Wow. And it was like instantly $60,000. Like, we paid the balls yeah. off instantly. Everybody got a ball, signed. It was just like such a fun story of like how well that signature worked. Yeah. Uh, and how quickly. It was like instant. Dude, so yeah. I mean, were you broke at the time? Or? I wasn't broke, but... Uh, I, I mean, I dude, Ro Roman's been killing it for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> but that that video single-handedly changed my whole career. So it was before that. Um, I certainly had the income to pay it, but coming from broke, I was always so scared to spend sure. 40k for a wing. I have no idea if this is going to be a hit. Right? right? It's like right. a risk. I think that as a rule, if you, for me, like if I'm investing because that's all I do you know it's like uh, it's like oh man you know like I'm gonna do a podcast I'm gonna buy a crazy expensive Sprinter van yeah best purchase I ever made yeah and then it's like oh I'm on tour now I've graduated to theaters like renting a tour bus sucks let me buy a piece of shit RV best move I ever made you know like and 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 production wise like I've spent insane amounts of money to to produce like you know, big stuff, and every time I've bet on myself in that regard, it's it's worked out. Yeah. I think any time that you invest putting money back into your career so that you can give better quality, like content, yes. like uh, like stuff, like then it's always a good yeah. bet. Make your money, make money. I was reading yeah. this stat today that like the two most sexiest things a man can do is. One have like veins popping out of his arms, and oh, yeah. it was like it was like really sure. attractive for women to see veins. And then another one is being a successful risk taker, like risking it and then like being successful. Yeah. And also, and, and thank God he prioritized veins first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just those two things. It's pretty wide range. Uh, and also, you hit a point where, especially in our field, you gotta have tax write offs, right? We have so little overhead on YouTube, you have to. My accountant, when I really started making money, it was, it was absurd. He would he would literally call me and be like, "You have to spend this much money this week, or you're giving it to the government." So it would wow. just force us to blow money. It was wow. like we would just mm -hmm. buy everything we need. It was it was a new work truck, a, 
a skid steer for the property. We just blow money. And it's like these type of things, those are expenses that you write off, help avoid taxes. They're all business expense. They grow your right. company. I don't think I have any trouble whatsoever uh, <laughs> spending money that, because I mean like we put money into production and that's, yeah. you know, like I, I, you'll see tonight. And by the way, I'm so excited that you're coming to my show. So pumped, man. Like, uh, so pumped. We, I, I'm fucking flying around all over on a helicopter, dangling from a rope Stop. ladder. Stop. This I, is big, then. Yeah, because you know where I. The last time I saw your show was. Yeah. yeah. It was a big bar. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was a comedy club. It, it was, was yeah, hilarious. It was a nice club, but it sounds like you're. I mean, this yeah. is something I filmed for. Like, uh, but my my show now is multimedia. So in the opening sequence, I'm like fucking on the roof Got of the house and this helicopter drops a rope ladder and I grab it. And I'm flying around, like crashing through all this shit. The fucking helicopter flies over this tour bus and I drop off the rope ladder and land on the roof of the moving tour bus. Oh my God. And then it's like the tour bus like takes me to the theater and, and that's how so I get to the show. So you, watch so you me, see that and then you, you walk you out. You watch me get to the show, that's yeah. Cool, man. Yeah, the last show it. you were at was the Ice House Pasadena. I think it might be. Uh, it might be. And then we all went out after. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It's it's yeah. crazy. We've known each other for for a good amount of time, yeah, man. I'm excited to to really get into how much you changed my life on your podcast, which is new, and that's kind of like just hearing that seems impossible. Uh, you uh, know, no, dude, it's, it, it's it's insane. Like, I mean, and, and not just you. You were the first. Yeah. You know, you were the first to 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 launch me into the digital space mm. at a time when I thought that that was like a terribly depressing demotion. Mm. I was like, dude, I'm a big time movie star, mm. man. Like, I've been in like three number one movies. Like, I've had my own TV shows. Mm -hmm. But now I'm gonna like. Upload a YouTube video. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see you know, where that sounds. And, yeah, and, and I had I swallowed my pride. I was like, and and dude, thank God. And then you it's crushed like it. you saved my life. You know, I mean, that you brought about possible. a rebirth. And there's been there's been like a, a bunch of people who I meet, and they're excited to meet me. And I'm like, dude, I like get to glean from you know, like like so Danny sick. Duncan, like yeah. you know, like yeah, what a Steve, rad will, dude. Steve will do it, you know, like there's all these. Like these, there's all these YouTubers who are just like as successful as like the top tier of you know. It is wild how big it's, some of them have gotten. Uh, it's crazy. You've you get all that love because people care about you so much. Like the inspiration you created us. Well, you created us. I mean, it's it's like, it's, 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 it's it's rad that there's this that there's this mutual respect yes. and and like adoration that that's like so you know and and it, i'm just it started with with my relationship with you where like i uh you know i just i knew i needed to start over and i did and and you showed me the way and like you were my mentor you know and and, and, yeah. and i have i have a number of relationships like that and i'm so so grateful that uh you know that i that <laughs> I could be teachable, you know, like it, it's good crazy. for you for jumping in, man. You really were one of the, the first to take that risk and that jump. I mean, at for, your it, level, yeah. it, it wasn't even, it, it, I don't even think that I, I see it as a risk and I will save it for your podcast. Wait, wait, what do you, what, what's the name of your podcast? It's just the Roman Atwood podcast, Dude, man. Thank I, God. I, I, <laughs> bro, I had so many names and everybody's uh, like, it has to be smile more. But I was like, I didn't want to turn the merch into the podcast, right? Yeah, that's it, fine. And then I had Roman Atwood pranks, Roman Atwood vlogs. It just felt right, Roman Atwood <laughs> podcast. Dude, there's nothing wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, I don't love or hate it. It's just the name. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Just... That, that's, I mean. Who, reached, who reached out to who to get the vlog going or to get your YouTube channel uh, going? I, I had um, like an a connection Instagram? to Vitaly. I remember exactly where I was sitting and what I was doing when you got on the phone. Okay. It was that special to me. Yeah, I, I was I was cloud nine. I um yeah. I I had I had met Vitaly without even realizing it at one of my meet and greets and at an early comedy club before mm. you and I even started working together. Yeah. It would have been like twenty eleven or twenty twelve or something maybe like twenty thirteen. But uh I'd take pictures with the entire audience after every show. Vitaly just happened to be one of those people and his YouTube channel just blew up mm. with uh his his profile picture was me and him from the picture at my show. 
Hmm. And uh, I was in this this spot in 2013, like trying to get something going. And I was like, you know, I was kicking around an idea where I was going to put together a team of uh, of like kind of jackass dudes. And, and um, so I was looking for like pranksters on YouTube. And that led me to, to Vitaly, like, hey, I've got this project. And what, what was crazy was that they were like, yeah, we're kind of killing it. <laughs> we don't really need to be like your sidekick on a bullshit TV show. And even if they were willing, the, I couldn't sell the show. You know, mm. I, I, I just couldn't sell the show. And that was where I was getting into a dark place because like I, I lived in a in in a, a world I my, my what, what was real to me was a world where I needed permission from assholes in suits mm. to green light some kind of project and fund it for me to be able to do anything mm-hmm. and here these guys showed me Hey, you know, like your TV show idea, like ah, hey, you know, like whatever, like we're just doing YouTube. I just took a shit on a basketball yeah, court we, and made ten mil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we know nothing about TV. But, yeah. That's all we know. Uh-huh. Yeah. But at that time, I didn't even know that there was like particularly money in making YouTube videos. There was less at that time too. Like, yeah, yeah we grinded for it for sure. Right, for sure. But uh, but but so in any case, I somehow got a hold of Vitaly to try to. Uh, get him to be a part of a, a TV show, and at the time, Vitaly and Roman were just this duo, just crushing it together. Like, mm-hmm. and uh, and and they they uh, eat. I made videos with each of them, well, with both of them for each of their channels, and they drove all of that traffic to my channel, and I landed on YouTube. Like, well, it was one of the most exciting things I got to do. Really? It, it was, Did it you was hit rad. a million subs in? Mm, I hit it was it was a I hit over a hundred thousand subs in less than twenty four hours. Coming, yeah, which was zero. which was wild because that put you in the number one most subbed for the day, right? I did something like that. Yeah, it was huge, but you hit a million quick, no? I mean, reasonably quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, reasonably compared quick. to what we did, <laughs> it's yeah. like brutal. But and then you were flying to LA to, to to do YouTube. I was constantly back and forth from LA, like two flights a week almost. We were just. Mm. I gotta yeah. believe that that for your podcast now that it's gonna make sense for you to to make some trips to, to just go out there and bank episodes. We're, we're in the uh, works of putting a little studio right now. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's the only it's the only way to go. It really is. It's we're going to have to chase some people down for sure. Yeah, I mean like yeah. Theo Vaughn's a good example of that. He moved out to Nashville, but he's in LA like shooting all this just back and forth. And, and and you can schedule it like strategically so that you go in there and just boom 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 bank four episodes you're good for the month yes you know go out there yeah. once a month and yeah, they media think, manage for you yeah guests are the yeah. you know you want I mean, to yeah like, that's the deal yeah um yeah, I'm stoked to be doing a podcast. I feel like I've uh, I've fallen personally fallen in love with podcasts, which took me a while. I didn't, you know, I'm a YouTuber. I make YouTube videos, the short form content, and I slowly started listening to podcasts. I'm like, I get this. Dude, it tripped me out when you said that you listened to that you saw the David. Oh, really? Thing. Dude, oh, yeah, are you kidding like, me? yeah, man. Um, you guys are so crazy, bro. I'm like sitting here, wife and kids, just watching a dude poop on a <laughs> yeah, table, bro. This is two different worlds, man. You want to shit on this table? Love this guy. Yeah. Can I get you to pee in my mouth? Yeah, dude. Let me, let me just whip it out, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Um, but I, I, I say it all the time that, that I was like super resistant to the idea of jumping on the podcast bandwagon just because mm. I had been annoyed so many times by the question, will you be on my podcast? Interesting. And I was, you know, it was just, it was like, no, I don't want, every fucking asshole has a podcast. No, I don't want to be on your podcast with no fucking audience wasting an hour of my time to talk to three people. No, that's not something I want to do. And then to turn around and be the asshole asking that question question interesting just, oh god I yeah you would have been primed to ask right you're such I, a star dude uh funny it's so awesome to see theo killing it um dude. i was on his podcast back when it was it, no video he just had like this recorder in the room and everybody talked right. into it mm-hmm. you know right. it was like yeah early days man so, so cool to see him and he's such a funny dude he's he's so naturally he funny. is so funny and and uh it's weird because now he's become like this huge, like 
huge theaters. You know, like he's like yeah. he's at the highest level of, of comedy. Epic, dude. I love hearing that. And, yeah. and he's like, it's 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 just making him uncomfortable being so successful. Oh yeah, he's such it's, a hometown he's, boy. He's like, dude, like I, I'm not comfortable being so successful, and I'm like. Okay, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it. It, it's crazy, man. Um, but the, uh, the the idea of podcast is is tough. But I'm so glad I did it. And that was my whole gimmick with the with the wild ride. Like, dude, if I'm gonna be this annoying guy, let me say, hey, I'll bring the studio to you. And I love it. I love it too, because I see this name. Oh my God, I wish I had a cool name. This is so cool, and it's on your bus. It's like the coolest thing ever. Yeah, I, I, I'm super happy with yeah, that. Wild I, whenever, dope. I, whenever I look at the at the sign, it just gets me. It gets Absolutely, me man. Um, but yeah, the like the the getting guests is so stressful and anxiety inducing. Like when when you when you just came on the bus, I was like, dude, we need great guests. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's it definitely. I'm I'm eight episodes in right yeah. so i know i'm like i'm counting all these people i know personally and then it's like i'm gonna run out right, right. i'm gonna run out mm -hmm. then i gotta start bringing on people that the other hard thing is i have an audience so i want i want to bring people on that i'm interested in but my right. audience has no clue who they are maybe. right and that's where it gets tough it gets really yeah. tough everybody in my audience knows you so it's a naturally fun episode right right but when i bring on a ufo expert that nobody's heard of it's like I aspire <laughs> to get to that point where, like, Rogan can bring on whoever. What a goal. Yeah. What a goal. Like, yeah. whoever. And, and, and I'm at this point, when, like, when we get names suggested to us for podcast guests, I just got to think of, like, the health of the podcast overall. And I'm like, man, is this a person that, mm -hmm. that's, that's going to do good numbers? Is this going to be... It's, like, it's a business. It's tough. It's a business, it right? It feels like every episode is either going to help the health of the podcast or hurt the yeah. health of the podcast. And sometimes, like... I, I I have just done guests because I love them. Yes. And 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 I fear that it's hurt the podcast. But then again, it's it also. I mean I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's just I obviously overthinking it. And I, yeah. I, I'm, I go, I'm I go exact insane. same way. Exact same way. Yeah. I had I had a good buddy on my, uh, two episodes ago. Love the guy. I just genuinely love him my worst numbers yeah. right and coming out the gate you don't want no bad numbers right. right you're like i want half a million every episode right right yeah it's like 120 but dude you told me you had vitaly on and that just tripped me out now let me be completely honest i thought going into a podcast with roman atwood that it would be super uncool to even bring up vitaly because he's been a controversial figure in recent times I was shocked as hell to learn that Roman was was like communicating with him at all, let alone having him on his podcast. But I think that's great. And you know what else I think is great is just being healthy, man, taking care of your health, knowing what's going on with your health, which I do with my Whoop band. If you haven't heard of these yet, then you've been living under a rock because it is the most highly sophisticated fitness tracking device ever invented. It works with this cool app on your phone and it tells you so much information about how much you're sleeping, what kind of sleep you're getting, how many disturbances you have, how much time spent in different stages of sleep, how your heart's pumping, what your respiratory system's working like, how much oxygen is in your blood, like what kind of exercises you're doing, how well you're recovering from the exercises. I'm telling you, it goes on and on and on. Whoop is where it's at with fitness, man. And they're offering the listeners of the Wild Ride podcast not only 15% off your membership at checkout if you use the promo code STEVO, but they're giving you the Whoop 4.0 band with the waterproof everything charger included for free if you sign up for a Whoop 4.0 membership. It's the best thing, man. I mean, I love it. You're going to love it. So go to whoop, 
Com. That's W-H-O-O-P.com. And use the promo code Stevo for 15% off at checkout. Thank you, Whoop. I love you. Thank you, Wild Ride listeners. I love you too. Now, let's talk about Vitaly. Like uh, you said, he, he's been sober for eight months. Here's the thing. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little biased. I love this kid. Like, I want to see Vitaly do great, right? So I had him on my show. He told me he's been sober. We had lots of talks leading up to it. And look, it's controversial. Sure. But it also makes great podcasts, right? Of course. Everybody hating on him right now also wants to hear it. So it's been a very successful episode. But at the same time, I got to witness, and I think the viewers really did too, a new Vitaly. Eight months sober. The Vitaly we know couldn't sit for an hour, hour and a half and do this. He (laughs) couldn't. Right. He would be pooping on your table or doing the helicopter. Or right. He's he's just the craziest human I know, and I tell him that all the time. I mean, isn't it like, I mean, I, I don't know, but I just kind of got this sense that you went PG, that made sure you did the Natural Born Pranksters mm-hmm. movies together, but kind of about that time, like, you went your own way. And, and it, it's, it felt like you kind of needed to distance yourself from Vitaly. We definitely went separate ways. Mainly, no reason whatsoever, friendship-wise. Love right. the kid my whole yeah. time I've known him. Love him. It's, uh, it was tough to watch him kind of... I like, th- like before, like the big thing with the arrest, like it was like he, we were watching the wheels fall off and it was tough, you know, and, and it makes sense that you can't fuck with the guy when he's in self-destruct mode. Yeah, I definitely never uh, uh, felt like I left his side in any case, but I certainly like went a different direction. You know, I, I came back to Ohio and filmed yeah. with my kids and right. uh, I couldn't keep up with the, I couldn't party anyway. I was editing every night. Right. I don't remember you ever partying. I couldn't because I was uploading every day and I was the editor and the cameraman. So it was like, it was also my excuse not to party and Mm -hmm. keep my family strong. It was like 11 o'clock at night, got to edit this video, man. It was like, but uh, it's so, it's so interesting to hear you say that, that vlogging, creating videos, like, and keep my family strong in the same sentence. Right. <laughs> like, right. did, doesn't it, like how much stress does the constant cameras and vlogging, like? I think, I think Brittany and I just talked about this recently. I don't think we went to bed together for almost three years. Because I, mean, because I would edit till 3 a.m. She would get the kids to bed, she would go to sleep, and I would just, I was so dedicated. 100%. To the time I wake up, it's what I'm filming. And right. I also had to try to one-up it every day. I, I went as hard as I could. Sure. Um, to the time I just passed out on the catch, couch, it, usually while I was uploading. It's not good for your fucking health. <laughs> to, to, Absolutely to, destroyed me. You know what's crazy? I didn't know it until I stopped. I was right. like on a snowball. But when right. I stopped, it took me... It really it aged me so hard, man. Well, dude, I, I don't see it, man. You, like, oh, I'm, I'm yeah. furious. I don't know. I'm, I'm working out hard like you did at this yeah. age, bro. I was like, I'm furious with how young you look at 39. It's well, I'll be crazy. honest. Brit shaved all the grays off last night. <laughs> I was like, they glisten in the light, man. Dude, I, the, that, 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 I, yeah. So I was like, uh, under the hat, it's it's terrible. But I was like, just enough to cover the hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as you just I got a ton that. of grays, and we're the same age. Yeah, man. But your skin looks good. You're doing saunas, you said. Lots of sauna. I'm also doing the red light. Yeah. Don't know if you mess with that. I love it. What's breaking me out? I'm still a kid is caffeine, man. I can't gotta stop. get off the caffeine. Oh, dude, that reminds me. I remember, like, we went out to dinner one night, and you were like, "Oh, I just watched this documentary about sugar. I'm off sugar." How long did that? Yeah. How long did that last? Was I doing that at that time? Dude, you were like sugar free. I think I made it 14 days. <laughs> 14 days. <laughs> 14 days. <laughs> it was the hardest thing ever. Never felt better in my life. By yeah. the way. Went right back to sugar. It's gnarly. It's, it's, it's gnarly. The, I, it's I, the most gnarly drug on the planet. I, I, I'm in a, a 12-step program for just that. Detoxing. The, the fucking Overeaters Anonymous. My my wife Is does. Is it weird uh, that I said that at a public level? My no. my my wife does uh, like. 72 hour bone broth fast have you done Dude, my girl just did that lux just did that what happens when you do that just helps you detox mainly your gut because your gut controls what you want to eat a lot so you're getting off carbs and sugars and 
bone broth, dude. Yeah, I mean, she's my girl said mm. just a liquid diet. She can have like basically soup, I think. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah broths and yeah. Yeah, like uh, juice, you know, whatever. But just yeah. no solid food. It's amazing, mm. dude. I, I do all the time. I do at least once a month. I do a twenty-four hour nothing fast, nothing, no water, nothing. Yeah, you're looking lean. You're looking uh, good. Yeah, I'm trying. I can't gain weight though. That's the problem with the way I'm eating. So I got to step it up. You can hang out with us for a week. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> when I travel, I've been on a two-week hiatus. I, I haven't eaten this bad for a long time. But when I'm traveling, it's dude, impossible. Athletic dude, Athletic Greens, man. Yeah? It's, it's one of my favorite podcast sponsors, and I literally swear by it, dude. You got a packet of uh, shit you pour in a pint of water in the morning, and it's like comprehensive nutri- nutrition. Bam. And it's delicious. Heck like, yeah. I swear. I'd like, I feel I, like I've had it, actually. Dude, like Athletic it. Greens, it's, it's, it's epic. It, it's epic. I'll check it out for sure. Um, I can't even imagine like the stress on your family with all the the working. But the obvious question to me is, why do you do your own editing? <laughs> I do. Listen, man, this is a trap that I don't. I, I can't even answer it. You know what it is? I started filming. The reason I bought a camera was to edit. I really right. enjoyed editing. So I think there's this weird part of me that's like, I can create it the way I want. Right. I regret it every night. Every night I'm sitting there, the family's going to bed, and I'm like, I gotta knock this video out, bro. You're still right. doing the editing? I still edit. I you edited edit, last though, night. too, Steve, quite a bit. I, do, I mean, like, here's the thing. Like, I have an editor, but I am, like, the gnarliest, like, over-the-shoulder nightmare for the editing. Like, I mean, I'm in the, I spend, like, way too much time in the bay, and, like, but at least I got somebody to get it into, like, decent shape. I'm not, like putting it in there to begin with and creating the timeline and yes. syncing it up and like yeah, so I the, come in after the fact the biggest step uh, the, the biggest new thing is, is I have somebody chopping the podcast at least to its final form and then I go through and I just I mean dude like with the podcast you can't really and it's edit, easier like, to edit because it is a production multi-cam it's, clink, it's, clink, it's, clink, it's, clink. it is what it is right yeah with vlogging, it's like, did I do I look stupid? An editor might not catch it, right? I know if I look stupid because I'm <laughs> yeah, judging but myself. But you don't look stupid. Can because you really it's... hand somebody your baby, right? And I have tried it, and I've, I have done it uh, many times. Currently, I'm just rocking it, dude. Dude, yeah. it's insane. <clears throat> the work ethic is is insane. Um, now, d- let me ask about this this fulfillment operation, and because dude, this is our wheelhouse, dude, we love it. Sweet. We we have two warehouses down in San Diego. It started as one, and we were just doing great, so we needed more space. We got the the next warehouse over. Beautiful. And we we call our fulfillment business tight box packing. Tight box packing. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah. we, we love it. We, we love it. And uh, our, our aspiration was to be like a fulfillment center with third-party clients, kind of like a ship bob or like, you know, whatever. I think that now that we're almost two years into it, like the, the sheer volume that you have to do as a third-party fulfillment mm. center is so staggering that uh and the technology you need to like start getting the the software so sophisticated that it can handle multi people multi businesses right. doing it you i know? feel us like kind of backing off of it like like we we like we love our clients we've got like we we we've fulfill orders for tony hawk like you know certain stuff that he sells Sick, yeah we've got like the the jackass guys you know even dick house the production company we've fulfilled their merch so that's like, huge I mean, it's just not yeah. like... Well, there comes a point where it's like, okay, do we want to go ape shit on it and start mm-hmm. getting clients or do you want to keep it like it is in-house and... For, kinda... for, for it to make sense business-wise, mm-hmm. we would need to have hundreds, if not thousands, of, uh, of clients, we think, because... Holy smokes. I mean, right? Well, you can... You're talking Amazon now. Yeah, well, that like, you, if we had about, like, 100 to 1,000 clients, like, you... The, the thing about fulfillment, I don't know if it's different for you guys, but like you're going to have to reinvest a lot of money in the technology. So you're constantly, constantly. losing money yeah. and you're buying more space. You're buying more this equipment. And you're, yeah. you're more equipment, but you're going into debt to grow, to grow, to grow, debt, 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 get new funding and then 
get a big payout by somebody to pick you up. Like that's kind of the, the name of the sell game. later. Yeah. I think that the, the other piece of it is that our model is we like all of our clients keep 100% of all of their, you know, there's no split. Wow. You know, we're, we just, we're just we in the just, shipping business. No wonder you're in debt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you, yeah. <laughs> Seems yeah. like a fine model you got the, there. The, 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 the Teespring model is uh, a little bit more middle of the road. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, we love it too. But like we, I just love it because it's like a fun clubhouse. It's so fun. There. It's so fun. I, you know, we did merch. We were diehard do it all. My, my motto was keep it small, keep it all. It was like we keep it all in. We make <laughs> nice. all the profits. We we our families running it. It was. Uh, it's just such a unique thing. And we, we did in this little building, it's like 700,000 orders we moved out of that building. So it was, That's to cool. me, a massive success. And we've just picked up. We've, we've That building meaning your garage. My garage. We moved <laughs> yeah. 700,000, just a hair under, 700,000 orders with uh, yeah. friends and family. Out what of about the, like the, the data? You know, because I remember when I was at Maker Studios, they did my merch mm. and they kept all the email addresses from everybody. Who, yeah, you true. Know, like so, the data is like, like arguably the most valuable stuff. Data's gold because once you have that email list. Right. So did, did you keep just a hair under 700,000 emails? or? So we definitely had a half a million. Yeah, we had a half wow. a million emails. Yeah. And, and dude, oh, dude, this is the question I'm dying to ask because we've how how and why is it so goddamn expensive to hire somebody to to manage an email list and send what about sending out an email yeah, costs like, so goddamn much money it's so expensive right especially when you get into a half a million emails like these companies right. charge crazy amounts to they they have you, you you profit off them though right it's like I mean I mean should I don't know about some what, people get I, pissed I, I, off I, at like you know I just I, I'm so protective of of my audience mm -hmm. that like we hired a mass email guy and he was just like oh yeah I'm gonna throw a shirt on here like we're gonna sell buy my shirt and I'm like dude I cannot send out an email to a mass audience without giving them some piece of content something about mm -hmm. it that's like makes them glad they opened yeah. it so. I I just would would not let anything go out until I had the piece of content ready, and I'm just too busy to be thinking about. So yeah. we'd go a whole month paying this guy so much money and not even send out any emails because I didn't approve anything. I'll be honest, we sat on our email list probably for four or five years <clears throat> before my <throat> brother came to me and he said, you should be sending emails. Right. I didn't know what it was, dude. We, we're literally learning as we go on all this stuff. Same exact thing. You pay a fortune to send the emails. We would go six months without sending an email. Like right. we just wouldn't. And you'd be paying for this email list. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so, exactly. Yeah, I eventually just got my brother. My brother's a whiz at this stuff. And he would wow. help me out. And I would just record a 30-second video for that email saying hello. Yeah. It was something personal. There you go. And I did very few of them. I never capitalized on the emails. Never it, did. It's, it's, is your brother using... Uh, Clavio as the I don't know man we I might need to we, we, we might need to talk to your brother anytime here. man he'd love to help you yeah help you guys yeah. anytime so, so what other kind of like business you know you got the the f fulfillment and uh yeah that one's very exciting to me um and now part owner of that company me and Matt um and his wife own the company and I'm just stoked why on. Texas is that like a, a tax thing no it's just where he started the company he's okay. he's really built this company and They've done all the hard work. They really have. And part of his, he's wanted Smile More to be a part of that company forever, five years. And I just, brother, I just do it myself. Like it's my bread and butter. It right. really is. Smile More's income outweighed all my income. Like more than you two, more than, that's my bread and butter. Um, so to get Smile More there, we, we worked out an ownership deal. So, sure. which is very exciting to me because I love the merch world. I love that I get to grow a company now, not just Smile More, but a right. company. What's um, the name of the company? Bunker Branding. Oh yeah, that's what you said. Um, okay. Really fun place. Like you said, it's a clubhouse, Dude, right? I, it's a clubhouse. I like it. I want, I want to put a a podcast there in sure. the bunker. Where in Texas? San Antonio. Okay. Yeah, great hub and uh, just been so fun for me, dude. And. Uh, 
buying some properties, investments, and just things that my kids will probably sell one day. And right. yeah, like just setting things aside and what uh yeah man dude real estate that, that it's crazy dude. We're like we're like growing up and like yeah dude we have a podcast that's how you know we're growing up um i don't know that the pod a podcast is a benchmark of any i don't know dude. <laughs> just talking I feel, I feel like five years ago i would have never thought about a podcast now i'm like it is fun though it I is can, fun i can I'm, sit and chill with somebody i really love and just chat it's it, it's fun yeah. like fascinating conversations with like exciting people i really you know? enjoy it i really enjoy it. i feel like my heart's happy doing it cool, and i haven't man. had that for a while man like I, I i swear i look at my vlog camera some days i'm gonna throw up like uh, i really do oh, burn what, what, out bro what kind of camera are you using these days for vlogging dude i'm not gonna lie i'm still rocking a g7x wow a little pocket now i did just recently get a a7 a sony right but it's so darn awkward yeah like, it's, I, it's it's clunky casey Killed it with them big cameras, man. And yeah. I never made the move. I just, you know, but you can see it. My quality sucks, dude. <laughs> G7X, is it up to like G7X, like six or dude, something? I think they're still rocking the G7X. Like, uh, they, I think they keep updating it, but right. it's still a hot camera. That's crazy. Yeah. Wait, I remember I remember you were the first person I saw with the little little baby dead cat on there. Yeah, dude, I really <laughs> think I started that, man. I, I remember being at VidCon or something and guys like Jesse Wellens is like, what's going on there? It's like windscreen. Like, I don't yeah. know why nobody thought of that. Because my, right. my videos are Right, right, like, right, right. I gotta get a windscreen on here. Yeah. Right. Do you have uh, have, have you ever gotten into touring? Like, uh, it seems to me it would make sense for you to have done I, that. I did uh, a, a fantastic tour. We were killing it. Big theaters sold out with Fusi. Oh, okay. I remember Him and that. I did a real fun, like, 40-show tour, a little bit of Europe. Mm. Europe, you know, is so fun. The fans are so fun in Europe. Um, that was, like, my only tour. We did a little one for uh, Natural Born Pranksters. Um, talk about awkward, dude. Because that, that movie was rated R. I'd already made the PG switch, but the movie took so long to come out. It was right. all these families and kids showing up. And I'm like, this is like hard art. Dave England's pooping right. on a canvas and making a painting out of it. And I'm like looking at these parents like, I'm so sorry. Like, wow, what am I going to do? Like, <laughs> and, and, and wasn't that like, uh, I, I seem to recall that like on the financial end of that, didn't it kind of become a debacle? Like, with, like, so, Tally and I just had this conversation on the podcast. Because, okay. Because now it's a joke. But at the time, I was the only one that said I'm not doing the money without... I'm not doing the movie unless I get money up front. Right. Period. Because, dude, I, I kind of know the biz. I was like, I don't know, man. Yeah, know. Like, yeah, we're in our prime, but we're on YouTube. Like, I don't know how a movie or TV is going to do for us. So, I wasn't doing it for a hundred grand, which, come on, it was like... They were selling it as this big Hollywood movie, right? And I'm like, right. that's fine if it's such a success. You guys take the back end. Just give me the 100K up front, you know? So that's what we worked out. And uh, Dennis and Vitaly ragged me so hard, bro. Like, you're the biggest idiot, blah, blah. Long story short, they both got zero dollars. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So now, now it's a fun joke. Vitaly's like, you're the only one with a brain now, you know? And, yeah. But... Yeah, I wasn't asking, but in that biz, it just what was wasn't. the budget for them. I mean, a hundred k compared to what the budget had to have been like. That's a, a good question. A, a I think good, it was a good one million or two, one right? five or something. Yeah, it, for us, it was a fun budget. Right. Um, How is it working with Barry Smaller? You know what? I loved Barry. He like he he, he was our jackass guy. That's right. That's yeah, right. So you so you uh, like smart move for you to make that movie. To, to take our uh... we were poaching hard dude we were poaching hard dude uh, no but uh, I learned a lot at the end of the day I just learned a lot it was a fun experience um, and it was cool to be able to pull up Netflix or something and see my movie yeah, that's cool yeah. right mm -hmm. but at the end of the day my YouTube was way more successful and it wasn't like it's it's <clears throat> tough I, I think the sense that I got was that you're putting so much into YouTube that to try to make another project <laughs> It's like one's going to suffer at the hands of the other. Absolutely did. I remember my vlogs dropping about 100K an episode by the end of the month. It was it was a big drop. Um, and I remember that being a huge issue. I was like, guys, I'm this is a sacrifice for me. YouTube yeah. is a, what do you call it, a, a jealous god? Yeah. Like, uh, <clears throat> yeah, they'll take from you fast, man. <clears throat> yeah. That's yeah. what uh, Danny Trejo said, that uh, fighting 
like boxing, you know, and any like combat sports. It's it's a, a jealous god. Like where if you think you're gonna like, you know, if you think you're gonna be trying to have a movie career or something, you know, like that, you take your attention away from fighting, and then your fighting's gonna. Yeah, fail. I learned. I learned quick about, you know, you. My daily vlogs became the gold. Uploading yeah. every day, five million a pop. If I did anything, you got to five. I remember every the, day. I remember seeing <laughs> your fucking vlogs, and I remember for some reason it was like two million, like yeah. twenty-four hours. Yeah, and that was the impossible. That was like we're never getting bigger, and then we were getting to five to six mil a day. God damn! It was a nightmare. But I had twenty-four hour police officers here at this house for five years. Five years is it was maybe one and a half, two million dollars I had in security. Wow. Yeah, dude. It was wild. Wild. That's insane. That's it was numbers. an absolute nightmare. Where I'm at right now is a very happy place. It is. I know it sounds crazy, um, but it's a very happy place. It's chill. It's like we have a nice audience that, that loves to hear us. And I, I think I've always felt like, you know, for, for me, um, and like I, I've been sort of a big enough of a you know success to to live comfortably but i've never had like paparazzi chasing me <laughs> you know like i can i Man, can breathe I, I remember coming out and you just bought your place yeah and the day i got there they published it uh, <laughs> and i'm like what a that. nightmare man yeah. i'm like yeah. i can't even imagine but i think a lot of my security and this stuff comes from having little ones man sure. having my kids like I, I think if it was me and the wife it's like yeah, we'll defend ourselves, but I did not take any risks, man. Yeah, dude, like, that's great. Full security, really just at home. Yeah. You know, especially with me traveling so much, it was just like whatever it takes, like whatever cool. it takes, like just to have peace of mind. So now have you had enough kids? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't in Mexico yet, so you know she's not having another one, bro. It's, it's wild because the age gap. Yeah, yeah, I literally keep starting over. My oldest is 17, my newest is one and a half. Wow. So I have this wide range, and I have a beautiful four-year-old and a ten-year-old, and it's the greatest thing in my life. But it is a wide range of humans. You know, I have sure. every age. It's mm -hmm. like, sorry. how's um, like like your relationship is? Dude, it's crazy to see your Instagram. Like, like you're all dressed up. Like, are you going to church on Sunday? Like, you're dressed up like that. Or like, I, I I love church, man. I do. I've 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 found so much joy and uh, peace. And just hoping my life through it. It really has helped me a lot. Um, and and I, I didn't grow up without it. Um, I watched my mom and dad become part of it, kind of in their 30s, 40s. Uh -huh. And I watched them quit drinking, quit smoking. Uh, and I watched them kind of just be a good example. I, maybe it was church. Maybe it was just them aging. Um, but I remember thinking, like, I really want that for my children and my life. And uh, yeah. So going to a little church here and there, and I, man, it really connected with me. I fell in love with it, man. That's cool. I mean, that, that's I epic, dude. I fell yeah. in love with it, and uh, just had some weird things happen in my life that maybe some would just consider coincidence, but I feel it's just pure blessing, man. Like really, the hand of God. Oh well, dude. Yeah. Like don't like. Yeah. I feel very strongly in activity behind the curtain love it to which we are not privy yeah. and how the universe is genuinely conspiring something going on oh, there's dude, something there's, going the, the on hand of god yeah, yeah. There's something going on a hundred percent the hand of god and and like would, you know we could talk about this on on your podcast but i i religiously meditate mm. for i maintain an average of over 40 minutes every single day meditating for over 930 straight days now. Oh, way. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. I spent I love like that. 600 hours meditating since uh, 2019. What do you do when you meditate? Is it real It's peace? mantra. Is it, is it very... Uh, Quiet you, silence, are you, are you mantra. Praying? He are you, edits. <laughs> You're working, bro. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, like, uh, it's mantra-based. So got like it, the it. same as like a transcendental meditation, Vedic meditation. And, uh, and and I I'm terrified of ever not doing it. Interesting. Because I genuinely believe that that it it has uh, formed a relationship with the universe. I am plugged in to a, some type of other a, power. A fucking an intelligent fucking order of the universe that is conspiring in my favor. <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah. I, I, 
I, I think that we all find things, and, and, and you know, is, man, you know, there's just times where you just shouldn't be alive. Oh, yeah. You have survived. There is For somebody sure. watching over there, you, yeah, man. No, no doubt. Uh, so, man, I love hearing that. That's cool. Yeah, yes. I, do. I, I have strong spiritual beliefs, man. Awesome. I have an I, unshakable faith. And, and, I, and I genuinely believe that whether it's going to church, whether it's meditating, whether it's just like being mindful to not do harm and, yeah. and to, to be being generous, a good human. to be, being a good human, mm-hmm. that that brings about like the, some kind of respect for the universe, for for life, for, you know. Just being thankful. Yeah, like, yeah. like, like the, that, that's a really big fucking thing. That's what we're here for, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, with that said, I think that what we need to do is send some traffic to each other. Now, if you guys want to hear the continuation of this, where I might actually start crying, because I'm so fucking grateful, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk everybody through how dark my life got and and the the the, the significance of, uh, of of you and I coming together almost ten years ago now. This is a this just blows my mind. First of all, I'm pumped to hear it. Yeah. This blows my mind. I didn't know this. This was the effect. Oh, dear. I did not know. So I'm pumped. Uh, I, have, I, I have a book coming out in September, which I urge everybody to pre-order. Uh, you can, and that's the only way to get a signed hardcover copy is to pre-order it, and you can do that at stevo.com. And uh, man, the book it's really it doesn't come out till September, so you're gonna get the well, that's, that's, you know that's like boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's too. a boom. Get it now. Order yeah. it now. Yeah, get it now. But um, everybody, we're gonna switch over to the Roman Atwood podcast. Thank you guys for having me. Everywhere podcasts are available, and on YouTube. Yes, sir. And uh, and and we're particularly interested in our Spotify listeners. Yes, yeah, we're working on uh, something fun for them for this particular episode. Yeah, yeah I got we're, something exciting. So so I think we might see a little bump in our Spotify action. And uh, even man, dude, it's fucking Thank really you, rad. Man. Dude. For Thank real, you. I'm I'm beyond honored. Yeah, dude, Thanks, Scott. Yeah, you're for the man. Sure. All right, that uh, that that worked great. So there you have it, folks. If you're even still sticking around, because I know that everybody is hauling ass to go listen to the Roman Atwood podcast, which I recorded with him right after this. But before you race off, let me just thank you for sticking around to the end. My beautiful street team that I'm so grateful for. Um, What can I say, man? I love you guys, and thank you.